It's my turn. Here is your host for my turn, Don Wildman. We all want to be successful, and there isn't one thing wrong with that. He made us that way, implanted that desire in us when he breathed into us the breath of life. And it would be an awful dull existence if we didn't have that desire about us, for it causes us to do our best, to go to the highest, to shoot for the top. Far from repressing this desire, he encouraged it, kindled it, and set us afire with it. The trouble comes, you see, when we misuse this desire turn its energies in the wrong direction, seek its outlets in the wrong ways. For somehow we think that to be successful means that we have to do so according to the standards of those around us. Let me share with you a story worth passing along. In 1923, a group of the world's most successful men, according to society standards, met at the Edgewater Beach Hotel in Chicago. Among those present were the president of the largest independent steel company, the president of the largest utility company, the greatest wheat speculator, the president of the New York Stock Exchange, a member of the president's cabinet, the greatest bear on Wall Street, the head of the world's greatest monopoly, and the president of the Bank of International Settlements. Their meeting attracted national attention. People watched them in awe, stunned by the magic that they had about them. They were envied by millions of people. Well, some quarter of a century later, some Snoopy reporter had to get involved in the thing. He decided to see what had happened during the past 25 years to these men of success. He spoiled the happy ending to the story with his findings. He found that the president of the largest independent steel company, Charles Schwab, lived on borrowed money the last five years of his life and died broke. The president of the largest utility company, Samuel Insel, died a fugitive from justice and penniless in a foreign land. The greatest wheat speculator, Arthur Patton, died abroad insolvent. The president of the New York Stock Exchange, Richard Whitney, had served a term in Sing Sing federal prison. The member of the president's cabinet, Albert Fall, was released from prison so that he could go home to die. The greatest bear on Wall Street, Jesse Livermore, committed suicide. The head of the world's greatest monopoly, Ivor Krieger, committed suicide. And the president of the Bank of International Settlements, Leon Frazier, committed suicide. I guess many times we close the book without reading the final chapter. And when we do this, we don't always get the full story. We call it a game in the fifth inning with four more innings to go. We quit singing on the third verse with two verses left. We could get the real picture if we'd read the final chapter, play the last inning, or sing the final verse. I guess the reason he was hung on that ugly tree was that he dared to judge by different standards. This upset the successful people, you know, made them angry, set them against him. So they tried to destroy him only to find that truth is eternal. Whether one is successful or not depends on what standards he uses to measure success.
That's the reason he wasn't impressed by their definition. He had a better one. And you know something? He still does. This has been My Turn with Don Wildman, a production of the American Family Association. 